0: with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Faster my and welcome along. It's an Isle of Man film festival extravaganza this evening with festival organisers, filmmakers and the stars themselves. Don't forget, if you can't stay with us for the whole programme, you can catch up on demand or download the extended podcast this week featuring bonus material at manxradio.com. Let's find out just what's in store for this year's film festival. Howard Kane caught up with festival directors Richard Hurd and Laura Gill.
1: And here we are, Alman Film Festival 2021. There's been a, a break, Laura. What one year off? <laughs>
2: Uh, so we actually had two years off in the end and um, we took a break just to kind of consolidate things down. We had some really good plans around um, bringing, but coming back with a kind of green agenda and um, showcasing some of the ways that films is adapting to all the green themes that we're seeing. However, obviously, Covid was then an enforced year off. So we've now had two years off. We're very much ready and raring to go and get back and um, present a kind of new festival ahead of 2022, which will be our 10th anniversary.
1: So it's all kicking off, Rich, then on what, Thursday the 7th of October, starting off with a Q&A event, telling stories with Dark Avenue Films. Tell us a bit more about that.
3: Yes, yeah, so that'll be held at uh, the Isle of Man College, um, and it's a great opportunity for anyone who's interested in filmmaking, whether they're a novice or someone who wants to get back into it if they haven't been in, involved for a little while. Uh, we'll be meeting the um, <clears throat> producers of Dark Avenue Films, who will be showcasing some of their films, And also doing a Q and A as well.
1: We have the movie quiz now. I have heard of this before. It's something I've definitely heard of. It's always been a real popular one. That that's on the on the second day.
2: Yeah, we can't. I don't think it's allowed now that we do a film festival without having the movie quiz. So Rich puts together a fantastic quiz. It is very family friendly. It's not just for complete film buffs. There's something for everyone in there. Um, It's now the fourth year, I think, that we've run it. And it's just always a sellout and a fantastic night. So I think that will be a stable part of the programme for any years to come.
1: A new part of the programme, however, is, again, encompassing, or taking, uh, taking the whole island in, I guess, and uh, Pippa Lovell, she's got her creative hub, uh, RT, down south. I haven't actually been down myself yet, but you're bringing this into the festival as well. What's happening there?
2: Yeah, so it's always kind of been a priority of ours to try and make sure that we're doing something across the island. So previously we've done stuff north, south, east, west. Um, This year with Pippa creating the RT Hub, we just thought it was a great fit. So we're going to be running some local films, some films that we've had in the International Film Festival competition in previous years. Just kind of a festival favourites reel um, down there throughout the weekend. Anyone can drop in. It's completely free and just showing support to the kind of artistic community as well.
3: Those films will be showing from Monday right the way through.
1: Okay, and people can just literally drop in have tea and watch a film. That's it. Sounds perfect great. Perfect combo. <laughs> it does sound like a perfect combo. Throw in a biscuit, it'd be even better. <laughs> uh, Sunday morning, man-made mini-movies, and this is celebrating homegrown talent.
3: Yeah, so because we've had two years off from the festival, we thought it was important to showcase the films that have been made on the Isle of Man or by Manx film producers who have gone off to the UK and further afield um, over the last 18 to, to 24 months um, so, yeah, there'll be a, a, a great um, selection of films there to be seen. Some real wonders. So um, that will be on it. Uh, the Broadway cinema. Um, what time is that from? 10.30. 10.30, yeah, 1030.
2: yeah
1: there you go. And what is the sort of talent pool like on the Isle of Man? Because we do seem to sort of always punch above our weight on the Isle. Do we have a lot of young creatives here?
2: Yeah, we really do. And we're working this year with UCM on one of the events in particular, just to make sure that we're linking in the students there, that they've got something within the programme. Um, but yeah, we do have some fantastic talent. We've still got people that um, worked with the um, Man in Shorts programme. Um, and there are other programmes and there's um, media courses at the college that kind of bring some of that talent through. And actually, particularly with that Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning event, we've been really surprised at how many films have been going on under the radar. We weren't even necessarily aware of. Um, and they've just kind of been cracking on and, and making some beautiful pieces of work. I mean, we've actually had a couple of pieces. There's a girl in London who's an actor who was potentially going to showcase here. We've not necessarily got space for that right now. It's not mm-hmm. quite ready. So hopefully it's something we can bring ne- back next year. But I think we've almost had more than we can get into the programme, which is fantastic fantastic
3: yeah it does have to be good since we since we announced the festival we've had a plethora of filmmakers coming out of the woodwork who we might not necessarily have known about uh who want to to showcase the the work that they've done which is just great just shows that the the creative talent that we have either here on the island or which is being created here on the island is, is going from strength to strength
1: And I always think it is incredible because, as you say, these people sort of making short films, mini films, and again, I suppose a festival like this does give them a, a showcase, a chance to get their work out there. It's amazing the way that people do put all this effort in, and I've seen some of these things where you think, "Gosh, people have put hundreds of hours into stuff which they might not even necessarily have a, a market for. It's just something because they have a they have an idea, they are creative, they want to put something down. This is their love, and they almost do it for the passion of filmmaking."
3: That's it. Some people do it as a passion piece, but then others they see it as an opportunity for them to develop their careers in you know an artistic field, whether that be from graphic design to set design to editing to being a camera operator these that you know it's a great learning opportunity for them and they, they put the time in and it might give them an opportunity to to go further afield and and create a career out of it. So would
1: you encourage any young people in listening who are getting thinking you know what I wouldn't mind thinking about a career in film would this be a good starting block?
2: Absolutely yeah I mean I think we all now have the ability to make a film on our phone. Um I think that a new iPhone has Dolby surround capabilities or something ridiculous Um, and you know there's nothing that's stopping you you can kind of edit using apps you can or you can you know, go the whole hog and actually learn how to use a full camera and the editing suite that goes behind that. So I think there's an amazing opportunity just to express yourself and do something fun, whether it's about something that you love, the island that you live on, a story that you've come up with. It could be anything from 30 seconds to 30 minutes. Um, So there's that side. And then, as Rich said, there is that kind of real career-driven aspect and that's so many people that we've brought through, either um, from Man in Shorts or through the festival in some way, are now living and working across or working here in editing roles and um, DOP roles. So, you know, I think the, there are two aspects from it and I think, you know, there's a lot to gain at any stage.
1: Do you have to be a movie buff, you think, to get anything out of the film festival or is it something which will appeal to all?
2: Oh, well, I would say absolutely not because I wouldn't class myself as a movie buff. I think Rich is. <laughs> I,
3: I enjoy film, definitely, but I think, it, you know, if, you, if you're driven by films that have great narrative or if you like a documentary or, you know, if you just like watching something that's a a bit silly on on, on the TV in the evening, you know, the the, the festival has provided that over the years and it will do again this year. Mm.
2: I think the other thing as well, particularly with The Isle of Man at the minute, is it is a film festival, that's kind of what we've created, that's always been its place, but with the rise of Netflix and Amazon Prime, you know, there is a massive trend across all of media towards TV, so it's, it's kind of a, a media festival, it's a celebration of that, and mm. our headline sponsors, Great Guns, have worked ex- um, extensively in the kind of film and TV production side, so there may be scope in the future for us to expand that out into more general media.
1: We said the movie quiz is always very popular with all the public. Have you got any personal favourites or personal highlights you're looking forward to this
2: year? I think it has to be the movie movie quiz. Although the Sunday morning, um, so normally, traditionally, we'll do our international short film competition. And we usually um, have kind of hundreds of applications and we shortlist them down and then we go through a screening process where Mm -hmm. we have a panel of judges and that's usually my favorite because it's just a really enjoyable morning you get to see so many different types of films it's very inspiring but i think this year more than anything i'm really looking forward to that because i do know that there's those isle of man homegrown stories that are being told there so i would say yeah it's a split for me between the quiz which will be fun we'll have a few drinks it'll be quite um raucous and it'll be stressful for me (laughs) i can tell you i'm looking
3: forward to it but i'm a little bit stressed um it'll
2: be a good laugh but yeah either that or the sunday morning
1: it's great to see it back again and do I take it, I mean, there's huge amounts of work going to organising these things. Are we hoping now to be back onto an annual basis? It's a sort of suck it and see situation as, as we go along?
3: Yeah, that's definitely the plan. We, we felt it was important to have some form of festival this year. We were watching with trepidation to see what would happen um, with the COVID situation. Um, and it it was clear that there would be an opportunity for us to present something this year. So we, uh, we brought it back a little bit later than we would do normally in the calendar. But yeah, we're, we're definitely back now
1: details in if anyone is listening to this thinking you know what that sounds right up my street or maybe they think someone would really like to go along how do they find out more where do they go
3: well you can go to our website which is isleofmanfilmfestival.com or you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram and the handle for that is iomff spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council
0: One film being screened on Sunday morning is locally produced Before You Go, which was released during lockdown. And I'm joined by Liam Rice and Joshua Moore, who play the central characters Jack and Eddie. Now, the film deals with issues which have really come to the fore recently, with our first Pride taking place this year, the pardoning of those criminalised for their identity and their orientation, and of course the anniversary of Alan Shea's petition to Timworld, and it's been an immensely popular film since its release online, Josh.
4: So we filmed this back in uh, February 2019 and uh, this story, basically about two two young lads, Jack and Eddie. And my character Eddie is heading off to university and Liam's character Jack is in love with Eddie.
5: And I'm not going to university, I'm staying
4: on the island. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that old cliche. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it? And it's that uh, sort of, you sort of... Uh, Saying goodbye and being able hiding that secret and being able to uh, I don't know to be able to share how you truly feel and obviously back in the end nineteen seventies it was uh, maybe not as easy for people to do that yeah. and um, it it's it's utterly amazing how um, this story has really resonated with people. I mean, like you said, it's been out for a little while now, and uh, to this day, I get people still saying really nice, lovely things about it, and it's really sort of inspired a lot of people to maybe express themselves as well and to not hiding anything away and, you know, just to, you know, tell people how they feel. And it's I think that's the power of film, really, and it's such a lovely story and it's really inspired a lot of uh, people.
0: Yeah, I think with artwork of any kind if it's done with sincerity it's Mm -hmm. all storytelling isn't it and Mm -hmm. like you say you can you can really change people's lives in a moment because they immerse themselves in someone else's world and can relate it's a really lovely way to kind of I don't know guide people in a way Mm -hmm. um trying to relate to that period of time because I think we're all uh, I mean I don't know when you guys were born but possibly after 92 when the law changed how did you relate back to that time? What experiences did you have in trying to prepare for the roles?
5: Well, I was born in 93. Yeah. So uh, although I was born in, you know, it was that benchmark of uh, being, ex- quotation marks, accepted, it wasn't. It still had the the stigma all the way, you know, even to this, okay. even yeah. to present day. Um, So I couldn't, I find it, I found it quite difficult to relate to the time period because I wasn't there. So I, I, those experiences that people experienced during those time periods, I couldn't manifest or try and think of how would I have felt. I, In my head, I thought, well, I'm just going to go for my own experience because mm-hmm. particularly my character, Jack, it was pretty much the same. Although I never fell in love with my best friend <laughs> that went to uni <laughs> or anything. Um, his kind of, you know, he did. I didn't go to uni. I did stay on the island and... There's pros and cons to that, and I think um, the island in particular, although it's had made some great progression over the years, particularly I'd say in the last five, uh, when I was a teenager and, and even younger than that, it, it was still quite a, a touchy subject. So I just kind of relayed those kind of feelings, I guess, because mm. I couldn't relate to the time period, but I could relate to the, the feeling. Yeah. So that's the best way that I thought, because I'm not really an actor, really. I don't, it's, this was a the main thing I've ever done so but for me I it was more about the story that's why I was so invested in it and the the characters and the message of it so Mm. I was really quite proud really to be a part of it yeah
0: I'm sure and as we were saying you know it's popularity and the way that it's affected people and stayed with people just sort of shows what a special project it is what was the process like especially if you've not been involved in anything like this before because, I mean, film sets, and I, I know this was probably on a, a much smaller scale, um, but it's quite, I mean, it's a thrilling place to be, but the whole process of having to retake and retake and retake and all yeah. this kind of thing.
5: I think um, Lily and Dermot, who directed uh, the film, well, the whole team really pulled together in terms of um, the budget was quite a, quite a big one for a small film. Mm. Um, so they did hire the Laxi Wheel and uh, they did make sure that roads, that a few roads were closed and all all those kind of things. Um, in terms of the Laxi Wheel, it's it's not necessarily safe to go up to the top. Yeah, so yeah. there is there is there is a particular scene where it's kind of like an outshot of us walking at the top. And although it generally just looks like we're just yeah, walking yeah. up, I was literally, every single step that we were taking, we were very much like...
4: I think we like walked up and down the like at least three or four times. Yes, and
5: then it'd be like, do you mind just doing it again, but a bit slower or a bit quicker? Yeah, yeah. And there's like a beam as well that's it's off shot that we had to like duck under. So yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was quite a um, (laughs) yeah, it was quite a a challenge in some parts. But then there was other other sections of the film that was quite humorous where um, Mm -hmm. we have two props each of two bikes, um, which look amazing but they don't um, handle very well. No, no. They had no suspension or no gear. Yeah. There was nothing there. Brakes
4: were usually an issue. Very questionable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so riding behind a van on a, on a, a bike from, like, the 1940s, it's uh, like, trying not to crash into the van or the camera. Uh, but that was always very interesting. Yeah. And uh, do you remember the, the first scene that we did? Because obviously when when we were doing it, it was in um middle of February. So it was like yeah. purely in the elements it was very cold. Yeah, was and there was a bit of snow yeah. that week it was as well.
5: Freezing.
4: Bear in mind that's meant to be the middle of September. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like the first scene that we did we were in the sea. Yeah. By the by the boat yeah. and um, and obviously the tides coming in you're going against all that you you know you've got the water you've got this you've got that so we we got kind of thrown in the deep end we really did. with uh, The
5: very first scene was actually the last. It was yeah. So the, the,
4: the first last scene that we filmed was the last yeah. scene. So Gosh. Again, it's getting used to that sort of thing as well. Like yeah. you don't film it in chronological order. You're no. doing it scene by scene and breaking it down. And um,
0: yeah. do you think well, I mean there must be purpose for that in terms of production, but also in terms of storyline. I suppose often they say that if they have to do like intimate scenes in film, they'll do them mm. first because it connects you so well as as actors as performers. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. if you have to dig deep for all that emotion, yeah, yeah, um yeah. it could, it sort of it begins your journey in a really strong way. Do you think do you yeah, think it had that effect?
4: I think looking back on it, I think definitely filming that final scene, I think, because it's such an, a, a quite a, quite an emotional scene. And um, I think uh, having that, f- doing the last scene first really connected the dots, yeah. perhaps. And then when we did all the other scenes, it was it wasn't like uncomfortable or anything yeah. like that. It made it actually very natural. Mm-hmm. And it kind of connected the dots even more then. So then I think it made it more effortless and actually getting that sort of quite intense scene at the start out the way. sort of out of the way <laughs> and then just sort of yeah. from there it was it was yeah because that, that final scene I think is probably maybe the most wordy sort of maybe scene as well mm-hmm. but um it was really uh really interesting and obviously being in the elements and stuff like that yeah. and uh, all that sort of thing it, See, it was good. about it was good.
0: five degrees in February. Like, oh, yeah. it's- old. Yeah. How did you yeah. cope with that? Because like when I've like done extra bits for things that they used to film here and yeah, I know they don't do so much anymore, but mm. um, you know, years ago, um, there'd be people with like um silver foil wraps yeah. for people and get me my puffer jacket and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like um I suppose you know, you don't have people at your beck and call on a smaller film. How did you how did you keep yourself safe and, and warm and well? Well I know
5: the um yeah. the entire uh, crew did look after us yeah very um, well. I know very Harry well. um he was the videographer for it. He's the one that filmed it. He, it was his house was kind of like the base for us all, Aww. and his family were just so lovely. And yeah. it was um, unfortunately, well, I will say unfortunately, because there was so limited actors in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like one of us could get a break at one time. It was like, oh well, you can just stay here for five minutes while well, the other one. It was very yeah. much that we both needed, Yeah, we like, yeah. always, all the time. So it wasn't. I never. I didn't really mind that much. It no, was because I think I was just so invested and so uh, just. just the buzz of being there. Yeah, just like, it was yeah, just it was to was be like, a part of it. Was just... is better than
4: my nine to five job. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was really exciting. I mean, again, like they said, like they, they really everyone on that crew really looked after us. It was like a little family, really. And uh even in the cold, we had like little heat pouches to keep yeah, us in our pockets and stuff, cute. which was very nice. Maybe a little sip of coffee on the yeah. side, which is. Always People a plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was good banter. We <laughs> like good banter, so, yeah. that, so that, that, that kept just going, kept the morale high. <laughs> it, well, it, sounds, it sounds
0: like a really special production, and yeah. um, I know Liam, you said that you, you know, you haven't really done anything like that before or, or since. It's kind of the biggest, biggest thing you've done. Yeah. Um Is it? Is it something that you'd like to do again? Because we've, we've kind of seen the film industry on the island, and I think the last big. Production we had was mind horn, yeah. um, mm. like this, the it's a controversial subject, but um, with living on the island, with choosing mm. to stay on the island, do you think you'd you'd be involved in these things if they were happening here? Um,
5: I think well, going from what you touched based on, I've did extra stuff before in the past, yeah. and uh, you know, I'd be there, I'd be needed for a day or two here or there, yeah. and I was always very grateful to be part of it, and I just yeah. thought like. I didn't go around like I'm an actor now like (laughs) you know like I I walked around I walked around like a field for like a a day for something but I was an extra for Mindhorn and um it was very much the case of the more I did it the more I I do enjoy it but I don't think uh I love my job my current job too much to give up and I think I'm very content here and I think if there were more future projects on on the island and I was asked or Mm -hmm. I did approach them then cool but yeah. I I don't go looking for it yeah. um, and I guess that's just my own personal kind of yeah. where I'm at with it but I did really enjoy it and I would like to do more um, yeah. but I'm not going to I'm not going to go you know out with some binoculars trying to find it you know it's just as, as and when yeah.
0: That's quite mind yes. I, I helped in the prop for the, the costume there was a very particular pair of binoculars in, uh, in my turn um, but um, so I suppose that illustrates perfectly why it's so important that we have things like the Isle of Man Film Festival and smaller projects which um, keep that creative energy alive and so many people can get involved in um, and Josh I know for you you do so much stage work yeah. the transition from that to film had you done much film before was this something that was brand new to you
4: completely brand new to me i mean people are usually used to see me on the gaiety or in edinburgh or something like that and uh you know what when it was weird because i was in manchester when i got a phone call about auditioning for this particular project and i was like oh my god, oh my goodness this is yeah. gonna be something exciting sort something of new and uh, i auditioned for it you know you 50 50 like oh could it be me Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and then when I got the phone call I was absolutely buzzing about it and then getting on set for the first time meeting up with Liam and learning our lines together and doing this and that it was just such an amazing experience I mean it is very different from stage to film it was hard to adapt and I would love to go back into doing film again because I feel like I was just getting the, the feel for it yeah. so I would love to do it again like the past five years there really has been an influx really over here and it's like it's having like the, the Ellen exhibition on and stuff like that. And I think we're going to see a real, a real change hopefully in the yeah. creative industry over here because we need it and we need the support. If anything, if COVID's really highlighted anything is the importance of the creative industry yeah, because definitely. it really pushed us through that time. Cause that's when the film came out online, you see, yeah. and it really, um, it really helped people in that time as well. And that just shows the importance of being creative, whether it's music, art, acting, Whatever it may be, it's very important and we need to support it more, 100%. Spotlight, brought to you
1: by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
0: Tomorrow evening sees Bethany White and Patrick Krellin of Dark Avenue give a masterclass on storytelling and the craft of filmmaking. They join me now in the studio, and I have to say, guys, I was excited to read the schedule and see you build as multi-award-winning filmmakers. Which, of course, you are. But it must be an amazing feeling.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's been—I uh, mean, it's been a long, long process, really. I mean, the last time we were in here, we weren't yet multi-award winning filmmakers <laughs> so it's been sort of a, a crazy year in a bit um with uh you know having two short films finished sort of at the same time mm-hmm. and sort of going yeah. off on their festival runs together and then all of a sudden they started picking up things very quickly and uh, it's just it's been a really great really great time for us um and uh, you know we're, we're very honored to be selected to to do this event at the film festival
0: it's so lovely that the Isle of Man Film Festival, most years there are sort of open calls to people from around the world and this year the focus is so much on homegrown talent and people working locally. Because of the busy few years you've had, I mean, it just seems you are the obvious choice, the perfect people to to do this. And I suppose a lot of what the Isle of Man Film Festival is about is inspiring and nurturing creativity in others. I suppose this is a really beautiful opportunity for anyone who has an interest or an inkling or a curiosity about filmmaking and the process to, to come along and, and learn a lot more.
7: Absolutely. there's There's been so many, you know, I think it's coming upon three years since the last Iron Man Film Festival now and there are so many filmmakers around and to be able to show films at the Sunday screening event from so many um, talented local filmmakers is really exciting and it's it's lovely to for everyone to be able to get together again after the last 18 months and celebrate that together um but yeah our event as well it's it's we we've always been um very keen to talk to people who are interested in film because you know it's not something that you necessarily get taught in school it's it's a a career that you sort of Um, have to pick if you want to pursue it so for people to be able to find out how we've gone about doing what we've done so far and the experiences that we've had along the way what we've learned and and the stage that we're at now um, that's something we're really passionate about sharing Mm -hmm. because you really have had to forge your own path I think it's often the
0: way with um, creative careers there's no recipe what I find really exciting about your work is that it's never formulaic I think it's so easy to sort of find something that works and stick to it. You're always pushing the boundaries and particularly with um, the the film Endless Summer, which the actress Freya Kingsley will be joining you on the night to talk about that process. Tell us again about how that worked because it's just such an original approach.
6: Well, um, we were sort of all trapped inside um, at the beginning of last year and uh, the Arts Council put out their COVID resilience funding and we thought, you know, you know isn't this an opportunity to do something different um, and we've known Freya since we were at university and um, we met her when we were in our second year um, where she was studying archaeology um, and she acted in our second year short films and we've been uh, great friends with Freya ever since and tried to work with her as much as possible and at that point she just had a baby and you know it was just at the point where she was ready to go back to work as an actress and you know and, and Lila who's her baby was going to you know have to deal with the fact that her mum was going to be working and then all of a sudden everything shuts down and there's no work to be done um, and so she had this extra long period of time with her and so we thought well that seems to us to be something kind of a singular experience and an experience that we wouldn't get to explore at any other point. And so we put in a script, you know, we wrote the script with Freya in in a week, basically, and and put it in and and got the money to be able to make it. Um, And then there was the big barrier that we're here and she's in Shrewsbury. And so it became developing this system of making a film where, you know, we weren't there in person to do it. We weren't behind the camera that she had to sort of take the brunt of the technical side as well as having to think about acting and looking after Lila as well on camera. Um, and so, you know, it was a really creative experience. I don't think we've had an experience that felt so kind of freeing before. It was like there was a real sense that you could, you know, experiment with things that, that, that you, you could go, well, should we try this? and the, you know, Freya would go off and, and try it, and then it would come back, and we could sort of experiment, you know, in normal filmmaking, it's like you've got a week, and you've got a week to shoot the whole thing, and sometimes you can sort of curb experimentation a bit, especially if you're up against it in time, whereas with this, it was just sort of like a dream experience to do it, um, and, and to work with Freya again, you know, and, and what's so special about the fact that the film festival is happening is that freya can come over here and we haven't seen her since before we made the film we haven't seen her in in years in person um we haven't seen her since before lila was born so we've never met lila so we're going to meet her when she comes over so it's very special for us because we've had this great success together the three of us and yet we haven't seen each other in person for ages and she hasn't seen the film on the big screen and so it's kind of it's that is going to be really special it's going to be a celebration of what that film was and and how much that film means to all three of us because it was it was a very important thing i think it really rejuvenated us creatively i think you know every once in a while you should try and do something which you know is a bit more of a risk that you know fully we didn't know if it was going to work we thought that we may just this thing is never going to be seen by anyone that was part of it it was like you know we made behind the scenes videos with the hope that if it all went terribly wrong and it was a horrible disaster that we could edit it all together to go look we did this weird experimental process and here's the thing we made at the end of it but then we made it and it turned out really well and so it was a amazing feeling in itself that we managed to do this and it just felt so good and it'll be a great celebration with her
0: it will. it will be so special to be there with you. And I think um, so inspiring for other aspiring filmmakers or, or people who are already making film to sort of take that risk. Because I suppose you... We have to we have to be everything as creatives, don't we especially if you're self employed or running your own company um you have to be able to do the taxes and um do the schedules and pay the people and all of the things like that so i can I can understand completely how you those opportunities to be free and creative and really follow um yeah follow a thread must be so rare yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
6: you know it, it's yeah i think it's i think it's about taking it for yourself i think um you know, we spent a lot of time writing, you know, that's what we spend a lot of our time doing anyway, you know, if we're not making something, we're writing, it's sort of, you know, it sort of consumes our our life a bit, you know, sort of this cycle between, you know, we're either planning to make something, making something, editing stuff, or we're writing. And sometimes, you know, the writing feels really liberating and freeing, because you can do whatever you want within your own imagination. But then sometimes... You sort of get an itch, and you want to make something yourself. And I think it was an amazing opportunity to do that. And I think that uh, hopefully that it can inspire other people to go and just do it because that's how I got started, and I think that's how you got started as well. It was a case of you know not trying to go out there and 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 make something that will be you know the, uh, an Oscar winner or anything. You're just going out there to kind of express yourself, mm-hmm. and I think that. Just because you're trying to do it professionally, I don't think you should lose that sense of of, of enjoyment in it. Because sometimes it can get a bit like, "Well, what's the next thing?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, trying to yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to reach the next milestone. And sometimes it's just nice to just enjoy yeah. it. And sometimes that can do more for you than yeah. trying to sort of mechanically yeah.
7: crank stuff out. Could well, clearly, <laughs> I mean, because um, tell us tell us about the awards that this this film has won now. Oh, I can't remember the number off the top of my head. <laughs> I think well, that's a good sign. It is, yeah, we've been, we've been very fortunate with the with the festivals that we've been selected for. Um I think An Endless Summer is on six or maybe seven award wins wow. now. Gosh, and, that's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. And The Lost Wife, which was our previous short yeah. film and is is out in festivals as well, I think is on five. Um yeah, it's it's been a real honour. We were fortunate enough to um be able to travel across in July as well to attend Romford Film Festival in person which was really special because that for you know we've we've screened tested our film in uh, in the cinema before to make sure it sounds right um, but to see it in a cinema in a city that you know neither of us had ever been to before with other people watching it was really really exciting quite daunting as well (laughs) You you know complete strangers watching this and it's something you've spent you know the last year of your life on um but it was it was really really special and um we've been on to even be some of our award wins have been sort of category wins as well as um sort of more more specific awards with with an endless summer we've been there's been a lot of festivals have had like covid categories of people sort of innovating in this time and and it's done very well in those has won an award um within one of those as well um the editing got an award as well um so yeah it's 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 been um amazing really and uh we're we're really really grateful for the response that it's had
0: Yeah, well, congratulations to you both. I can't wait for Thursday. I think it'll be such a beautiful opportunity to find out. I I love finding out the nitty-gritty, the technical stuff. How did you do it and and why did you make that decision and things like that? And I think, yeah, um, for anyone who's really passionate about this, it'll be a very special night. At this event, you're also giving us a sneak peek of what you're working on at the moment, I believe.
7: We are indeed. um, In... um August we shot our next documentary, a short documentary which is coming up, um called Inspiration, which is all about um art, the concept of artistic inspiration and how it's different for, for various people. We've been lucky enough to collaborate with um several local artists for it. Um the featured artists are um Drew Moore, Bruno Kavlack and Alice Dudley and um Olivia Savage has done our title artwork as well. Um it's it's been a really special project to work on um and it's amazing to see how each of them approaches their work so differently i think that's something that's um can be a bit mystifying for people who aren't in art themselves you know it's it feels like there's i can't be an artist because there's a certain way to be an artist but everyone's different really and this film really highlights that um and we've got a a short teaser which is going to be exclusively shown at our event on thursday for this new film
0: Thanks so much to all of our guests this evening. Whether you think film is your thing or not, I highly recommend going to the festival over the weekend. There really is something for everyone and you never know, it might just inspire you to try something new. You can find details about festival events on the Isle of Man Film Festival's Facebook page and at isleofmanfilmfestival.com. I'll be back next week at 6 o'clock, so join me then, but in the meantime, you can get in touch with ideas or suggestions through spotlight at manxradio.com. Have a lovely creative week. Slen you.